phone bill seemed thicker than usual. My mother had some issues last month, and I remembered calling Kentucky a few times to talk to her, but not enough to create a huge bill. Maybe I called her more than I thought? I ripped the bill open, feeling guilty and wondering what John would say. I ran my finger down the list, looking for long-distance calls. Yes, a few calls to my mother, but that was all. So why so many pages? I flipped through a few of the pages and discovered my answer. There was a separate section on the bill for 900 number calls. There were dozens of them. The company name was listed as Continental Enterprises, but I checked the times. October 4th, 2.12 a.m., 20 minutes. October 6th, 3.37 a.m., 14 minutes. October 8th, 4.28 a.m., 8 minutes. October 9th, 1.19 a.m., 29 minutes. It went on, dozens of calls, dozens of minutes. I had apparently neglected and underestimated my ability to sleep through anything. John got up in the middle of the night to make phone calls to sex lines. I sat there, my breath caught in my throat, my heart hammering in my chest. This is what I had been looking for, proof that the man of steel had a weak spot. The pages shook in my hands. It was just what I had wanted, and yet now part of me didn't want to know. My chest burned. He wasn't sharing his fantasies with me, but he was apparently sharing them with some sex phone operator who was probably some 300-pound housewife eating Doritos and Ho-Hos and watching the soaps with the volume off while she fake orgasmed for him. I sat there for a long time with the bill in my hand, thinking about what to do. I knew John. If I confronted him, he would either deny it or he would simply clam up and not talk about it at all. I couldn't see how that would be helpful. I realized that I wasn't really offended by it, not in the way I would be if I found him cheating on me with another woman. He was just exploring his fantasies in a place where he felt safe. Yeah, okay, it hurt that he didn't feel safe enough with me. But I already knew that, right? Getting him to share that part of himself with me was like pulling teeth, and I didn't understand why, but now I knew, at least, that he actually had a part of him that fantasized, that he actually did masturbate. He was a flesh-and-blood man, after all. So why did I feel so empty, sitting with the knowledge that I thought I had wanted to know? Because I still didn't know what he fantasized about, I realized. That was the secret that I really wanted revealed. I looked at the open envelope, which meant that now John would know I had seen it. The minute he saw the open telephone bill, he would know. I folded the bill exactly as I had found it and put it back into the envelope. Then I went to the kitchen to dig through the junk drawer and found a glue stick to rub along the flap of the envelope. Pressing my fingers along the edge, I made sure it was closed. It was a little wrinkled and torn, and that might stop him for a moment, but I doubted it. He usually tore through bills pretty fast. I put the telephone bill onto his desk with the rest of that day's mail and left it. When he came home from work that night, I kissed him hello and asked him about his day, and we had a good dinner and snuggled on the couch for a while. The only thing I did differently that night was drinking an entire pot of black tea. When we climbed into bed, I rolled over in feigned sleep, but I stayed wide awake. Between the caffeine tea and the adrenaline, I couldn't possibly drift off. And I didn't. I heard John fade in and out, something I normally don't get to hear. I was the one who always fell asleep first, usually within the first five minutes of my head hitting the pillow. And he always joked with me that I could sleep through a terrorist attack. John, however, took longer to settle in, pulling the covers, rolling around. I watched the light shadows play on the closet and waited. John fell asleep. I could hear the deep, even sound of his breathing. The clock read 1.39 a.m. In spite of the tea, my eyes were growing heavy. I realized, disappointed, that he wasn't going to make any calls tonight. 
I closed my eyes and started to drift when I felt a small vibration on the bed. I held still, listening. There was a strange sound accompanying the vibration, a kind of shuffle or hiss that repeated itself in a pattern. When it stopped, John shifted, and his breath was different. He wasn't sleeping anymore. The vibration started again, the mattress shaking a little more, and I heard John whisper something, his breath coming faster. My eyes widened, and I felt a jolt of excitement run straight down my spine and right between my legs. John was masturbating. I listened to the sound of his hand on his cock, the motion of the bed rocking me slightly. Did I sleep through this every night, I wondered. Listening to him made me wet. He would stop for a moment, breathing hard, and then start again. I wondered what he was imagining. Once in a while, I heard him whisper something, and I strained to hear him. Yeah, spread your pussy, I heard him say. Good girl. I bit my lip, squeezing my legs together. My clit throbbed, and I wanted to touch my...